Coming to you live from Petoskey, Michigan, it's Northern Michigan's only live and local afternoon talk show, WMKT's Talk of the North. Something on your mind? Call our studio line at 866-371-1270 or connect on social media at Triple Talk WMKT on Facebook and X. Now, bringing you the latest news from the region, states, and around the country, here's your host, Nick Rudy. Good afternoon, Northern Michigan. Welcome to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKT, the talk station. Happy Tuesday. What a nice day for those who like warmer weather. We have record temperatures to review. A little history being made up here in northern Michigan today. Probably across the state of Michigan. I don't know. But at least in northern Michigan for the most part. That also means it's the nicest primary day uh, for weather. As far as weather goes. uh, Nicest primary election day in history. Um, I mean... You might be a little depressed at the options at, during primary day, but that's neither here nor there. So Petoskey set a record. They hit a high of 68, breaking the old record of 49, almost a 20-degree disparity. That is crazy, and it's actually the, uh, I believe it's the biggest disparity between the uh, the old and new record. 72 in Traverse City, breaking the previous record of 57 a over 70 degree day in February. There are days in March that it's not 70. Gaylord broke their record of 53. The new high is 67. Another hub of Northern Michigan, Sheboygan, did not quite break the high record. The uh, The record is 62, only got up to 58 today, although with the sunshine, probably felt a little warmer in your car for you folks over in Sheboygan. Sault Ste. Marie on the good side, the U.S. side, broke its record. A report of 52 degrees. The old high was 48, so they just snuck on by there. Cadillac's old record was 61, and that is no more. They were at 68, just like Petoskey as well, a new record high. So nice and warm day, but don't get too comfortable because it is going to potentially snow three inches tomorrow. Not like later this week, tomorrow. It The winds are... Pouring in, bringing in some inclement uh, weather, like up to 40 mile an hour wind gusts tomorrow. Wind chill could be down in the teens. So not as bad as in Traverse City, but if you were for some reason working down in TC today or working up in TC, depending on where you are listening right now in Northern Michigan, if you were working in Traverse City, you could have a 72 degree day and drive like at most an hour, which, you know, sometimes people commute an hour for a special project or work or something. It could feel like 17 degrees and snow three inches for you tomorrow. Welcome to the epitome of Northern Michigan. A tough game for the Pistons yesterday. They were on the road against the Knicks. The Pistons trailed for most of the game before taking a late lead. They were up a point with seconds to go. Seemingly had gotten a stop. One of the Pistons players picked up a ball that was being knocked around, started dribbling up the court until one of the Knicks players dove right into his legs, which caused him to turn the ball over. They got it. They scored the game-winning bucket. Also, a penalty was called, of course, on that uh, on the guy scoring, just not the guy who almost got his, his knees removed in a very suspect way. Um, 
I think they were cheated. Pistons coach Monty Williams called it the worst call of the year and stormed out of the press conference. Um, I'm sure he's facing a fine at some point. Per usual, the refs blew the call. They're the ones at fault for everything, but they will not have any repercussions. The refs are basically the politicians. Sports. However, we do have the Red Wings to look forward to tonight. They play the Capitals at home at 7. The Devils and Lightning, the two teams that are chasing the Wings, also play tonight. So an important game down the stretch here. Michigan basketball is off till Thursday. Most of the fans are probably okay with that. Although, Sparty is off until Saturday. Petoskey boys won the Division II ski title. Cadillac girls won the D2 girls, uh, the D2 title. The uh, TC West girls won Division I championship. And history was made at Nubs Knob in Harbor Springs. Marley Spence of Petoskey swept the individual state titles for both Slalom and Giant Slalom for the second year in a row, bringing her total number of individual state titles to five, making her the most decorated girl skier in MHSAA history. A very big day for the city of Petoskey. Districts for boys basketball began. We have some matchups to review for the next round. Round two starts tomorrow. I believe all games start at 6 p.m. Gaylord takes on Marquette. Petoskey takes on TC West. In fact, you can listen to the Petoskey game over on our sister station, 104-7-1340, the ticket. The winners of those games play each other. Cadillac will take on Bay City Western. Charlevoix takes on Elk Rapids. Harbor Springs plays East Jordan. Winners of Charlevoix, Elk Rapids, Harbor Springs, East Jordan play each other in the district finals. To our trivia question, though, for today, which of these countries touches the most major oceans? Canada, the U.S., Chile, or Russia? Those are your options. How many oceans? Do they touch? Got to think. Got to think. Uh, what is trending today, though? Good question. Well, for one, the uh, those interested, the body cam footage of the Lakewood Church of Joel Olstein, the uh, the shooting there from a couple of uh, about like a week and a half ago, I think it was. Uh, that was released. A couple of different angles. There were like actual police officers. There were security guards, um, off duty and uh, cops, and they all had uh, body cam footage for the most part, so different angles were shown. Um, I think the guy who actually ended up uh, taking the lady down, I did some digging. I could not find his body cam footage. Um, I'm sure it has to be out there, but I haven't personally seen it, so I can't verify that for you. Um, very troubling footage, mostly, obviously, just like the fear factor, but the uh, the shooter's child remains in critical condition. He apparently took uh, three gunshots to the head, um, has yet to be re- uh, released who shot the child, and the footage does not show that. And obviously, um, I don't I don't think there was any footage of that actually happening. And if they had it, they probably wouldn't share that. Uh, doctors are cautiously optimistic, by the way, that he will survive. He's been in critical condition ever since, obviously, but um, they're like, we think he's, he's going to be able to turn a corner here. But if you do want to watch the footage, it was an excellent uh, response by the security team and police and really just kind of shows uh, just how effective security teams are can be. Don't forget to go out and vote. You still have a little bit of time. You have just about under three hours. Maybe you're heading there right now on the way home from work. Great thing to do. Polls are open until eight. You can register and vote all at once. You're like, ah, I haven't haven't registered yet. It's too late. No, it's not. Head over there now. You can register and you can vote. 
A couple of other housekeeping tips uh, and tricks that we have to share with you for the rest of the week, actually, for exactly one week starting tomorrow. It's technically it ends on Tuesday, a week from now. So we have these like issues with the sun every every year. We have we do battle with the sun. And uh, so basically starting tomorrow until next Tuesday, we're going to have intermittent sun outages. It's going to be happening in the early two o'clock hour between 2.15 is the earliest it would start to 2.30 is when the earliest it would start. And um, it will be for no longer than 10 minutes. It will be uh, disrupting the Dan Bongino show. So if he's talking about something juicy and all of a sudden Dan disappears into the ether, it is not a conspiracy. Um, you know, no one's trying to silence his voice. It is uh, simply the sun. I mean, I guess the sun has conspired to uh, to go work against Dan Bongino, but he will be back in a couple of minutes. Bear with us. We are going to be planning some alternate program in the interim. Just wanted to keep you uh, posted on that. We'll have some uh, more info on our social media. Well, back to our trivia question, though. Which of these countries touches the most major oceans? Canada, the U.S., Chile, or Russia? The answer is Canada. Touches three, the Arctic, Pacific, and Atlantic. Today is the 27th of February, and aside from being the primary election day here in Michigan, it is also the birthday of Josh Groban, pop and classical music musician. He's 43 today, by the way, who sang at both the Olympics and the Super Bowl. An actor had notable roles such as his reoccurring guest spots as Andy's brother in The Office, starred in The Good Cop. He attended Carnegie Mellon University, but after he received a singing contract, he's like, I'm out of college. Don't blame him. Uh, He even has a tie to Northern Michigan. He attended Interlochen during the summers of 97 and 98. He says of Interlochen, it's a place of magic and nostalgia, not only for me, but for countless kids. It was a place that formulated so many sparks of inspiration for me and the friends I have to this day. And it might not only feel like spring today, might feel like summer today, but there is really only one song we have to tune in from Mr. Josh Believe from the Polar Express. We find ourselves again on Christmas Day. Believe in what your heart is saying. Hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate. Believe in what you feel inside and give your dreams the wings to fly. You have everything you need if you just believe. If you just believe. As a kid, I uh, before I had unfettered access to the internet. Uh, for better or worse, I uh, used to want to watch the Polar Express. I was creeped out by the train doll scene, like, significantly when I was significantly smaller, like, last year. And I'm kidding. Um, I think it was, like, eight or nine or something like that. And I used to want to listen or watch that movie just so I could listen to that song. Not really so much because I inherently enjoyed the movie or Tom Hanks playing 500 of the characters on there. But happy birthday to Josh Groban and all of our February 27th 
birthdays. We have a lot of local news headed your way. A murder investigation launched after a body was found in a backyard in Cadillac in a really tough condition. A Michigan University president has resigned in disgrace, and the DNR is looking for your input on the future of Petoskey State Park. We'll get into those stories and many more coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM Triple Talk, WMKT. Are you retired like me and you just found out you owe the IRS a ton of money? Well, what would your life be like if they took your retirement savings away from you? They can do it and your property. If you owe the IRS back taxes or you haven't filed in a while, the tax relief line is here to help you. They can stop the IRS from taking your retirement savings. If you qualify, you could have your tax bill reduced to zero. That's right. If you're retired and you owe the IRS a lot in back taxes, you could have your entire tax bill reduced to zero due. The IRS has now hired thousands of new employees, so they're ready to come after you. Don't let them take your retirement savings or property. Make this free call now. 888-789-5040. That's 888-789-5040. At Brown Motors of Petoskey, they understand that life doesn't stop for car maintenance. That's why they're revolutionizing the way you service your vehicle. As a certified maintenance and repair facility for Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, Brown Motors offers more than just expert care for your vehicle. They offer convenience. Imagine this. You're busy at work or maybe you're at home taking care of the kids. You know your car needs servicing, but who has the time? With Brown Motors, you don't have to worry. Introducing Brown Motors' exclusive pickup and delivery service. Just schedule your appointment and they do the rest. They'll pick up your vehicle, drive it to their state-of-the-art service center, and return it to you ready to go. Giving your vehicle the best possible care while you continue on with your day uninterrupted. Don't let vehicle maintenance slow you down. Call or visit brownmotors.com to schedule your pickup and delivery service today. Brown Motors of Petoskey, where your time matters just as much as your vehicle. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Cortez Flint Insurance and Financial Services with offices in Petoskey, East Jordan, Boyne City, Gaylord, and now Traverse City, and see if auto owners make sense for you. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Brian Kelly, the president and CEO of the Small Business Association of Michigan. Overall, are you hearing optimism, pessimism, concern, excitement? Our small business owners, they tend to be optimistic people in the first place. Over the last two years, we have seen in our quarterly surveys a steady decline in optimism. That is something that I think is important to pay close attention to. Michigan's Big Show, weekday mornings at 6 on Triple Talk, WMKT. She's kind of a big deal. Some people like to say it's only because of how she looks. She sticks her tongue out a lot. But there's just something about her that makes people do crazy things, like get tattoos of her face or wait in line for hours just to say hi. Lil Bub is a two-year-old cat. 
an Instagram celebrity with a following bigger than some 90s television stars. And it all started because she was adopted. You can't buy a best friend like Lil Bub, but you can adopt one. Help us save them all at bestfriends.org. And now we return to your home for in-depth local news coverage. WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy, exclusively on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM WMKT, and streaming across the Wolverine State at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com, 866-371-1270, 866-371-1270 is our phone number. You can also shoot us an email, wmktbusiness at gmail.com. Find us on social media, Facebook, X, Telegram. The first two are at Triple Talk, WMKT. That is our handle. Facebook and X. You can also find us on Telegram. Again, t.me slash Triple Talk, WMKT. The president of the Grand Rapids-based university, Kelvin, University has stepped down over reports of inappropriate messages. The Board of Trustees received a report that President Bohr engaged in unwelcome and inappropriate communication toward a non-student member of the university. While the allegations are not physical or sexually explicit in nature, the board states the conduct is concerning and inappropriate. The university's vice president of advancement, Gregory Elzinga, will serve as interim president. Hundreds of thousands of Michiganders are set to receive a check from the governor. Governor Gretchen Whitmer provided an update on the state's progress to send working family tax credit checks to Michigan families. Nearly 300,000 checks have been sent with the average check around $550. Those who received a 2020 tax year Michigan earned income tax credit for working families will soon be receiving the check in their mailboxes. State Senator Jim Runstead is requesting an audit of the state's unemployment insurance agency in a letter to the Michigan Auditor General Doug Ringler. He says the department has been mismanaged for years and doesn't properly vet claimants, which means the costs of their mistakes fall back on business owners. Runstead says credit to the most recent audit that found millions of dollars in fraud, but he also says it does not go far enough and there's still more issues that need to be fixed. The Petoskey District Library will be hosting a solar eclipse viewing event on April 8th. This will be the first total eclipse in the U.S. since 2017. The event starts at 2 at the Library Outdoor Labyrinth. The next eclipse, not going to be as soon, from 2017 to 2024. Next one's going to be in 2044. Megan DeWint has announced her resignation as president of the Crooked Tree Arts Center in Petoskey. She first joined the staff at Crooked Tree in 2011 has served as president since 2020. DeWitt will be starting as the executive director of the Bayview Association on April 15th. As for Crooked Tree, the board of directors' executive team is developing options to fill the vacancy as soon as possible. The Department of Natural Resources is looking for your input on the Petoskey State Park's new general management plan. The online survey, which can be found on the DNR website, is available until the 22nd of March. The DNR is going to be hosting a public meeting in the fall as well to provide opportunities for people to review and provide comment on the new draft plan for the park. We're still in the midst of Election Day, and we 
do, though, have numbers of those who participated already. Over a million voters have cast their ballot. 78,000 did so early in person. 934 absentee ballots had been mailed in as of yesterday, late afternoon. Kind of brings the question, though, to mind of, uh, obviously, absentee ballots pretty popular, but early in person and how much that costs the uh, townships and the precincts just in general to uh, to run these things um, does not seem to be a, a very good cost-benefit ratio, at least to me. Acme Township is set to close soon on the ASCOM building on US 31 North this week after walking away earlier in the year from a potential purchase of the former Bertha Voss Elementary School. The township is purchasing the property for $695,000 and will convert it to the new township hall. The township will not need to borrow money, though, to purchase the building as they'll be using nearly half a million dollars from the American Rescue Plan. Four fishermen are safe after being stranded on Lake Skigmog in Grand Traverse County. They got trapped on ice after what they were standing on. Part of the ice they stood on uh, broke. They um, were able to wait it out, though, on the ice flow, safely make it back to shore just a couple of hundred yards away. Officials are warning people, stay off the ice. The Ross Common County Sheriff's Office is asking for the public's help in finding a missing man. Timothy Cotter is 52, 5 foot 10, with blue eyes. His car was found on Railroad Grade Road near F97. Anyone with information is asked to call Ross Common County Central Dispatch at 989-275-0911. Captain Keith Gillis of the Traverse City Police Department is retiring at the end of this week. He's been with the department for 25 years, served as captain for the last eight. He said he's looking forward to spending more time with family. The Cadillac Visitors Bureau is rolling out the Caddy Wagon, but no, it's not a Cadillac, but rather a custom Jeep Wrangler. The vehicle will serve as a mobile information station at pop-up events or trade shows and conferences to promote the Cadillac area. And a uh, disturbing story coming out of Cadillac as well. State police are investigating what they believe to be a homicide after finding remains on a property in Cadillac. The case initially started out as a missing person case for a 55-year-old Cadillac man back on the 20th. The man's truck, phone, dog, and other personal items were still in the home. They conducted a search of the property. They found an area behind the house where the ground had been disturbed. After obtaining a search warrant, they dug up the ground and found burnt wood and remains of a burnt body. A positive identification has not yet been made, though, as police wait on an autopsy result from the Western Michigan University Department of Pathology. Now, Pina Mann has been arrested for sexual assault of underage victims. Christopher Gray is charged with first-degree criminal sexual assault with intent to commit criminal sexual conduct. Investigators say the victims were under the age of 13. Christopher Gray is facing a minimum of 25 years in prison. That has been your look at local news. We are going to take another quick break. However, we are going to stay put, for the most part, strictly in Michigan. Governor Whitmer is kind of doing her stereotypical fear-monger during the primary, and I wanted to address it, even though we only have a couple hours left. Again, we only have two and a half hours left of in-person voting before the polls close. But she's kind of doing this usual fear-mongering thing of vote for my candidate or you're voting for the other one. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And also, community colleges, the governor is dumping more and more money into it. But some recent data is showing that when you, speaking of cost-benefit analysis that we mentioned earlier, it's just not 
coming out in favor of community colleges, even if you were to believe it was the state's responsibility, the taxpayer's responsibility to fund high school graduates going to community college. We'll get into that data as well coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Tom Graham, the top four congressional leaders huddling with President Biden today as a potential government shutdown looms. Fox's Ryan Schmelz. Fresh off a meeting with President Biden and other top congressional leaders, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says there's agreement a deal must be reached. Under no circumstances does anybody want to shut the government down. Certain government agencies will run out of money this Friday. That includes Veterans Affairs, agriculture, and transportation. Lawmakers will have to pass spending packages to keep those agencies fully funded. Voters in Michigan go into the polls today. We're seeing a steady, a steady stream of voters throughout the state. Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, regardless of the outcome, candidate Nikki Haley once again pledging to keep her campaign going in her Republican primary battle with Donald Trump. America is listening to Fox News. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-413-8615. 800-413-8615. That's 800-413-86. Get back on the trail. Back on the slopes. Back on the job. McLaren Northern Michigan Orthopedic Services can help you relieve pain caused by sports injuries, traumas, or arthritis. The skilled orthopedic team delivers expert care for all muscle, joint, and bone conditions. Let McLaren Northern Michigan Orthopedic Services get you back to the things you love. Learn more at mclaren.org slash northernortho. McLaren, doing what's best in orthopedics. Triple Talk, WMKT weather forecast. Today, sunshine, high near 67, rain showers changing to snow overnight, lows tonight near 16. Snow showers throughout the day on Wednesday could see upwards of three inches of accumulation. Temperatures falling to around 15 tomorrow afternoon. Thursday, though, sunshine, high of 30 and back into the 40s by Friday. That's your forecast on Triple Talk, WMKT. Now, back to WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, WMKT, and streaming statewide at WMKTTheTalkStation.com.
Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT streaming statewide at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed any of today's show, the local news, you can head over to our website, WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Upper right-hand side, though, of the webpage is the On Demand tab. That is what you click, click Talk of the North, and you can listen anytime, anywhere you have an internet connection. Governor Whitmer has been on the media warpath, begging folks, or more like demanding Democrats, vote for President Biden, which is always a great sign for your political party that a candidate is doing well, like someone's groveling to the people begging for votes for the presumed frontrunner. Again, not a, exactly a great look for your party or a sign of um, unity or a sign of, you know, everything being under control. Also, this probably came seconds before she uh, went on air as she was drooling over the prospect of Joe Biden falling down the stairs for the last time so that she could ascend to the nomination if she was able to, uh, you know, get rid of uh, Gavin Newsom potentially as well. But here she is uh, just telling her voters what to do. I just want to make the case, though, that it's important not to lose sight of the fact that any vote that's not cast for Joe Biden supports a second Trump term. A second Trump term would be devastating, not just on fundamental rights, not just on our democracy here at home, but also when it comes to foreign policy. This was a man who promoted a Muslim ban. This is, I think, a very high stakes moment. I am encouraging people to cast an affirmative vote for President Biden. I understand the pain that people are feeling and I'll continue to work to build bridges with um, folks in, in all of these communities because they're all important to me, they're all important to Michigan, and I know they're all important to President Biden as well. A couple of things in there. She's talking about the, uh, the Muslim ban. She clearly brings it up because Michigan, home to the Dearborn area, which has a, a massive population of, of Muslim Americans, and Whitmer is in a unique position to bring that up in relation to Trump because no one really across the country, Gavin Newsom, J.B. Pritzker, anyone that is a, uh, is a big name in politics can talk about it in the way she can. But also the amount of hypocrisy coming out of her is utterly insane. She's blabbing on about this Muslim ban, which is calling it that is fairly ill-defined because it was a larger immigration ban and restriction. But never mind that. This is the lady who literally banned seeds at supermarkets and at the Home Depot and Lowe's during the pandemic. So even if you were to think that Trump's ban is authoritarian and bad and evil or whatever, fine. No reason, though, for you to listen to the lady who told you you can't go plant green beans because the bat flu is going to kill grandma. So it's really, it's quite incredible how these people have absolutely zero shame. And I think that has to be a prerequisite for, for running for office above maybe like state representative or something. And maybe even included that. I really don't know. But it's, it's fairly amazing how she can uh, seemingly forget all of the stupidity that she was uh, promoting just a few years ago. She also brought up the old lie that politicians of the two big political parties, especially those who um, are the front runners, always bring up that 
voting for B instead of A is a vote for C. And that's absolutely incorrect. I've usually talked about this uh, in regard to the other side of the political spectrum, but I'm more than happy to talk about it when, when it comes to Democrats. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to call out the other side when they do it, too. And this is not a defense of Joe Biden. This is not a defense of Democrats. This is a defense of your right as a citizen to cast your vote for who you feel most comfortable with and who you feel is going to be most fit for office. Governor Whitmer does not want you to take a local-only ballot or vote unconfirmed or whatever the thing is or vote for another person on the Democratic side of the ballot. She doesn't want you to wait until the general election to vote Libertarian or vote for RFK Jr. or vote for the Green Party. She wants you to vote for Biden. She doesn't want you to vote for Marianne Williamson, who's already dropped out, or for Dean Phillips, who's not dropped out and actually has gained the Democratic endorsement from the Detroit News. So let me be very clear. You vote for who you think is best. If you're a Democrat and you're listening right now, you vote for who you think is best and do not let Whitmer fearmonger to you. Maybe you have very liberal beliefs, but maybe you disagree with Biden on some things and want change. Or maybe you just want someone who's younger. And then more power to you. Vote for who you think is best. Voting for Dean Phillips is not a vote for Donald Trump. It is a vote for Dean Phillips. Voting for Nikki Haley is voting for Nikki Haley, not a vote for Joe Biden. Or waiting for the libertarian candidate, if you are a Republican in the general election, is not a vote for Joe Biden. It is a vote for whoever comes out of the libertarian caucus. So polls are open again for another two and a half hours. Maybe you feel like you don't need to vote today because it's already predetermined. I understand the sentiment. I understand how that's a feeling that you can have. But the only way members of the Uniparty feel comfortable saying these things blatantly, like Whitmer did on national TV, or not coming to your area, or maybe even some cases in your state, because they think it's a foregone conclusion, is because people like you stay at home. So every single vote counts. Go vote for who you think is best. If more people did that, I think more of a statement could be made, and maybe these parties would run better candidates. Joe Biden does not own your liberal vote. Donald Trump does not own your conservative vote. If you don't want to vote for either of them, then great. But if you want to vote for either of them, great. But do not let the swampy uniparty tell you who to vote for by utilizing the fear factor, which is patently absurd, of voting for one person is secretly voting for the other. It's very incorrect. And... Progressive Democrats are saying the same thing on the Democratic ticket. So listen to Michigan campaign, along with the progressive political organizing group, Our Revolution, launched a last-minute campaign calling for a protest vote to pressure Biden to demand a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war by voting uncommitted in the Democratic presidential primary on Tuesday. Over 30 elected officials in Michigan have backed the Listen to Michigan uncommitted campaign. Actually, Rashida Tlaib even came out publicly and said that she voted for um, someone else. I don't actually think she specified who, but she said, I did not vote for Biden and I voted today. So she must have either written someone in, which I don't think actually was an option even down there in the uh, in Southeast Michigan. So she must have voted either for Dean Phillips or uh, voted uncommitted or voted for uh, Marianne Williamson. But 
According to the Detroit Free Press, during a Listen to Michigan rally Sunday in Hamtramck to mobilize the uncommitted vote, Metro Detroit Political Action Network co-founder Ahmed Gomney blasted the Democratic leaders for using fear tactics to pressure voters to defeat Trump instead of motiv- motivating them to back Biden. You're not going to motivate us by fear anymore, and this is why we are not going to vote for Biden in this primary election, he told the crowd gathered in Zussman Park. Our message here to the establishment in the Democratic Party, there's only one way to defeat Trump, he said. Only one single way is to, prov- to prov- provide candidates that represent people on the ground. And I think that can ring true in either of the major parties when you when you it's not cobble the base together to f- using fear and an iron fist. It is run better candidates and people will be more prone to vote for you. It's quite simple, really. It's not really anything that I'm saying or this guy's saying that's super profound. It's just run better candidates and people will be more likely to vote for you. Don't run bad candidates and then say that the other guy is the boogeyman. That's not how it's going to work. So just remember, it's your vote. You have an hour and 18 minutes left, or two hours and 18 minutes left to get out to the polls. Plenty of time, even if you have to register and vote. Probably won't even be that big of a line because low voter turnout, unfortunately, in these primary elections. So Take all the time you need. And as we know, Governor Whitmer has called for free community college. Yay. As with many things, it started with a slippery slope. Let's go back to the this top of said slope and kind of see where everything started going wrong. First, our policy that was in effect, this happened last year, early last year, was the Michigan Reconnect program. Had to be at least 25 years old, not have completed higher education, but still have your GED or high school diploma. And then you had to take courses at your in-district community college. Like I couldn't, so I live in Emmett County. I couldn't be like, you know, I'm going to commute to NMC and Traverse Cities. No, I had to be at, at North Central Michigan College in Petoskey or wherever your district community college might be. But of course, as we, as we saw that and heard that, and we talked about this at the time in real time, we knew this wasn't going to be the end. This was, this was soon it would be, Universal, of course, it started slowly as it always does with that Michigan Reconnect program, 25 and older. Well, I already have a job, I already have a trade, so not many people are going to use it anyway. It's just for people who want to really better themselves. Well, then the program was extended to 21 and older. All right, well, more people are probably going to utilize that, right? Maybe a few. And then, in her most recent proposed budget, she wants more. She wants free community college for all high school graduates moving forward. She wants $30 million for the free community college program that does not include her call for free pre-K. Which is much more, let's just say that. Because a lot more people are in pre-K than going to college. Some people go to trade school or they don't go to college at all. But the first question we have asked ourselves is whose responsibility is it to provide higher education? I think that's an important thing to analyze. Never in our nation's history was education past 12th grade the responsibility of the state. But of course, state-run education can never be expected to end high school. Eventually, it will carry all the way to doctorates. I mean, that's, that's the natural expectation that we can have when the state gets involved. They can't just do something halfway. They're either not involved at all or they have to be in complete control. It's like one of those cheap RC cars that you get from Walmart. It's either completely still or it's completely floored. It's That's how the state operates. It's just the next evolution. So government will continue to expand into education until the Department of Education is eliminated, or we as a society deem that we're okay with it and we're just going to throw up our hands and say, fine. It's not the responsibility, though, of the government to pay for any college. 
We've done just fine without them involved. And when they do get involved with student loans, that's kind of the aspect that they're involved in. What do you know? Costs increase. Everything they touch turns into a dumpster fire. They don't, (laughs) they get slightly involved. And now basically everyone's bankrupt if they go to college. Great work. Do people even want a community college education when presented with the option? Let's look at that for a little bit too. And this is involving those who pay themselves or they go through the state. This is encompass of any community college, prospective community college student. Are people interested? Well, it appears less and less. And this is not an indictment of community college. I went to North Central. I think community college is the best path to go if you're going to go to college and then transfer. College is your thing. Unless you're made of money or some other exceptions, you should go the community college route. But the free market spoke last year, and it's only a partial free market, but it's more free market than what she would like it to be in her proposed budget. So even a year of generally poor economic outlook, high school graduate enrollment and community college dropped from 15.8% to 15.5%. Four-year enrollment increased 37% to 38.2%. And don't give me that lame excuse of, well, maybe more would have taken advantage of it if it were free for all high school students last year, not just 21 and older. We all know, even the the person who flunked out of high school knows that community college is significantly cheaper than a four-year university. Significantly cheaper than a four-year university. There are cases where you can go to college for two years at a community college for the price of one semester at a normal college. We all know this. And yet more students decided, generally speaking, to take on crippling debt instead of going to community college. Sure, there can be a little bit of a social factor there. I thought some people, I don't want to go to community college because that's, that's for the poors. But for the most part, they know that and they still willingly chose for whatever their reasoning to go to a four-year university. They had free choice. They chose a four-year university more often than not. So be gone with that garbage argument. They were responsible for the choice and they went to a four-year university. We can say with certainty the free market and individuals now are responsible for their educational choices, especially after high school. But let's take that uh, very kind of narrow experiment a step further. Let's pretend we don't care whose responsibility it is to fund higher education. And the only thing we care about is this kind of this general cost-benefit analysis, just the money, just the numbers. We're looking at this kind of in a... uh, a petri dish, a, a completely vacuumed, you cannot like looking at this in a vacuum in space. Does this lead to economic benefits for the taxpayer? Because ultimately that's what is hoped for, right? I think, I think there's part of it that Whitmer and her cronies just want the extra two to four years of indoctrination from the universities, but that's the uh, kind of the perfumed version of what Whitmer and the Democrats want. Oh, there's going to be economic impact. So, and again, I hope we're not just funding this for people to tout around a piece of paper, but a piece of research by Jarrett Skorup in the Mackinac Center for Public Policy dives into the question of, is it worth it from an economic level? He too notices that while state spending on community college is increasing, the number of students enrolled in community college is dropping. He also adds another layer. 
the number of community college graduates who move on to a four-year university is alarmingly low. Why does that matter? Well, ask any recruiter or professor at a university, which I actually did when I was at Central, an associate's degree is of little further use in a high school diploma. Community college is a building block to get your bachelor's, which is the main goal of folks who go beyond high school education. The, the most, most people who are like, all right, I'm going to go to a college for a degree, they choose bachelor's. They don't stop at associates. They don't get a master's. They don't get a doctorate. Vast majority of majority, play it safe, go for a four-year degree. That is the most common. So it's a building block community colleges to get to a four-year university, get that bachelor's degree, enter the workforce. Stopping after community college, while fine, again, though, has little benefit beyond a high school diploma. You took gen eds at community college. You did not special, it didn't specialize you in any particular field. You went to community college to save money to get those gen eds done so you don't have to pay twice, three times as much at Michigan, Michigan State, or wherever you choose to go. But I want to take a look at the numbers that Scorup cited because they're particularly damning. Source from the House Fiscal Agency report on community colleges in 2022, so not that old of numbers, the total student headcount has dropped from 481,360 in 2010 to 280,435 last year. The number of full-year equivalent students dropped from 177,277 to 97,057. That is a loss of over 40%. Community colleges are hemorrhaging people. But at the same time, total state appropriations have gone from $30 million or $300 million in 2010 to $358 million. This year, community college property tax revenue increased from $566 million to $652 million. Adjusted for inflation, the colleges have received a massive increase in per student funding from around $11,000 to $18,000 per student. Less students, more money, year over year. By the way, when I said the goal of community college is to prepare you for a four-year university at a discounted price, that's just not me yapping. That is reality. Michigan quantifies it, in fact. The state has what it's called a success rate. Success, in this case, means a community college student graduates or goes on to enroll at a four-year institution. Big emphasis on the or part there. The success rate for community college students has been slightly increasing over the years, but it's still only at 25% after two years, 41% after four years, and less than 50 still after six years. So while it is slowly growing as people are less likely to want to waste their ever more precious hard-earned dollars, the rate it is increasing by is far lagging behind the increased state spending. So while the state is dumping more and more money into community colleges year over year, the numbers do not support that measure. It is not economically beneficial to the students who choose to not go to a four-year university. You hop out after two. So it's not even really beneficial to them. And then Thus, it is also not economically beneficial to the taxpayer who is footing the bill. They don't get more specialized people who enter the workforce. They just get people with a piece of paper who took a few more classes, and that's about it. In fact, it might be a detriment. As we all know, all levels of college 
read liberal stupidity in some forms more times than not. And I'll be completely honest with you. When I when I went to uh, when I went to college, so I was there for four years and a semester, four and a half years, something like that, um, due to a, a minor I had to take for my for my degree. The I did not take classes that benefited me in what I do right now until I was three and a half years into my degree. That's just how college is set up. It's, it's, a, it's a money laundering scheme. In reality, I eventually did take classes that helped me. But for the most part, and I think most people, if you ask them honestly, and if they weren't ashamed of the amount of debt that they went into, that's what they did. If you had an honest conversation with someone who's not like, oh man, I don't want to say that I'm, you know, I went to four years of college, only got a benefit for one year or half a year out of it and had to pay $250,000 back. They don't really want to say that. But if you had an honest conversation, most people would probably say the same thing. So it is not economically beneficial. And that's even if we didn't care whose responsibility it was to pay. A lose-lose by the numbers. Speaking of the numbers, when we come back after these messages, we will end today's show with WMKT's Market Watch. Coming up next, you're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Do you love watching television? If you're on a fixed budget, you need to make this free call right now to DISH and find out how you can get a fixed monthly price to watch all the television you want for three full years. In addition to a three-year price guarantee, you can also get free monthly movie rentals. They give you one free movie rental every month. That's a $165 value, yours free. Plus, get free in-home tech visits, no-cost equipment replacements, a free voice remote, and you can watch commercial-free TV. Even access all your favorite apps to stream like Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, and more. Now is the perfect time to call DISH. Take advantage of the three-year price guarantee. Save yourself some money and all your equipment is free. Call right now. 800-818-3967. 800-818-3967. 800-818-3967. That's 800-818-3967. Paid for by NPS. 
If you are the main caregiver for an aging family member, sometimes you need a helping hand. Whether it be for a few weeks or longer, we invite them to spend some time with us. At Perry Farm Village in Harbor Springs, we provide chef-prepared meals, medical oversight, assist with one or more activities of daily living, all in a comfortable and home-like community. Hear what our current families have to say. I got here, and I absolutely love it. The people here are extremely kind. They call everybody by name. If you're looking for a place where you will find friendship, great camaraderie, lots of activities, you got to come to Perry Farms. I'm sure you will absolutely love it. Short-term care availability is limited. For your personal conversation and tour, call Barbara and see what Perry Farm Village in Harbor Springs is all about. Call 231 526 1500. That's 231 526 1500. And now, more of WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy right now on Northern Michigan's home for news and opinion, Triple Talk, WMKT. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. It is now time for WMKT's Market Watch. The Dow Jones fell 96 points, ending at 38,972. The NASDAQ increased 59 points, ending at 16,035. And the S&P 500 increased 8 points, ending at 5,078. Domino's Pizza fell $12.73, ending at $446.27. DTE Energy increased $1.14 a share, ending at $107.33. And Learcorp increased $1.46, ending at $135.78. Otherwise, a pretty quiet day on the individual stock list here on the Market Watch. And that has been your WMKT's Market Watch. And that is all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with the election coverage and information in general that you need to know. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk WMKT. Have a good night.